Welcome to the Digging Group. Dexter, New Blood Podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. This is Victor, and now that he's done spying on girls through his webcam in his room, I am joined by Colton. Colton, good evening. Hold on, I gotta exactly. switch over to my other. <laughs> I gotta switch over to my other computer. Hold on one second. No. <laughs> We are here to discuss Dexter New Blood, episode two. Storm of fuck. And I saw on Twitter just an hour before the episode aired, I guess like live on television at like 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, that Deb said storm of fuck in season seven, episode five, Swim Deep. I didn't have enough time yeah. to cut up the audio, but um, it was a callback, which I, I can't believe I didn't even think of but she says fuck so many times it's I was like, gonna say, yeah, yeah. It, you had to get the combination at some point it's like if you've ever watched um trailer park boys um mr Leahy, one of the main characters in it his whole thing is shit he says shit and it's like if you do a combination of shit you're gonna say something that he said at some point because his whole thing is he's like <laughs> there's a shit storm of brewing with the shit winds and the shit lightning and it's right. coming shit <laughs> rain onto everybody <laughs> like that's his whole that's his whole thing it's the same thing with deb and fuck so yeah <laughs> right um so episode two uh just a, a quick over glance enjoyed it didn't like it and I guess I guess where we're at right now in comparison to the first episode because that's all we have to compare it to. What's your what's your uh, quick take on it? So um, we were talking a, a tiny bit off air, and I um, I watched the episode last night. I waited till twelve oh one. Me and the family we went to the Renaissance Festival here. Huge huge big thing in this area is the Renaissance Festival happens every year. You get turkey legs and you drink way too much and stuff like that. So I was tired. Obviously we'd been there for hours and hours and hours. Right. So I get home, we're relaxing. Grace is in bed and Meg's in bed. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to watch this episode. I was like, I I really want to watch it. Fell asleep halfway through it. Like just passed out. Now I was like, as I was watching, I was like, it's so fucking slow. So, but to be fair, I've been, Tired, drinking, eating way too much at the Renaissance Festival. So I was like, okay, let me rewatch it again. I don't, I didn't want to watch the episodes back to back like this, but I was like, let me rewatch it. So I watched it again about two hours ago. And it's still in my head, it's a little bit slow compared to last episode, but it's still good. There's still a lot that we get out of this. We get introduced to some new characters, which is really good. Um, it's not bad. There's not, I don't feel like it's wasted. It's just it's a story building episode, which is something we need. You know, you can't have every episode on the edge of your seat like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Because Breaking Bad, prime example, there's episodes of Breaking Bad where you're just like, oh, my God, like this is a really slow episode. But again, it's just a lot to absorb. And I think that's kind of how this is. After the episode aired, I did like my my and and for most of most of the day, I did like my social media rounds, just seeing what the general vibe of the episode was and i was surprised at how many people were like so down on this for being so slow oh and so i wasn't the only one I, okay yeah and i was like i'm surprised I'm, I'm, surp- I'm cutting off dexter yeah. media i'm trying my best not to look at anything so i have i have a funny story about that but um i, I was just surprised to see it i i i enjoyed this episode i there is something that happens in this episode that over the course of 
what is it now, 98 Dexter episodes, mm-hmm. has my favorite moment in all 98. And that's not, hi- really? that's not, hyper- that's not hyperbole. I'm not like over it, over it. I thought last week's episode was okay. It like did some good ground setting of where we are. But there's one moment in this episode is my favorite of all 98 Dexter okay. episodes. Um, so there was a couple things to clean up from last week. Uh, first on, we were talking about most famous Dexter terms. So if you remember in the episode, he goes, tonight's the night. And he says, uh, right. what does he say? Uh, um, hello, Dexter Morgan. Yeah, hello, Dexter Morgan. Yeah. And we were, and we were trying to rank what's like the number two phrase after tonight's the night and hello, Dexter Morgan. When I got an email, pardon my tits. And we, we, well, we all agreed on pardon my tits and. And to, to be fair, the chat, which kind of goes to it's it was Jen, Roxanne, and uh, that guy. There was probably other people in here, but I um I don't know if this is this person's real name, but the email came to us at Nanook Nono. Uh, okay. His email is Lawn Jockey, so let's just call out that. And he just writes one two sentences right to the point. Basically, called us assholes and left. He goes, serious he goes, seriously guys, you go with pardon my tits over surprise motherfucker. And I was like, Oh if fuck. this I responded, if this podcast was a child, I deserve to lose this podcast because I that is totally and everyone in the chat, you all get minus one points, uh, since we're keeping score now. There's a everyone whole gets meme a minus on that. one. <laughs> I know. Oh my I, god, that, how did we not realize that? That's probably more popular than "Hello, Dexter Morgan" and "Tonight's the Night." Because right. some it was, people it was really know, good guys, I'm done. I'm, I'm walking off. Like <laughs> <laughs> that is more famous than any of those. Because yeah, there's people who know the meme, but yes. never, never seen the show. I can't believe we all missed that. <sighs> that was really bad of us. Um, something else I saw browsing reddit during the week and forgive me to the person who whoever caught this we talked a lot about the callbacks and everything and mm-hmm. something that uh roxanne sorry okay let me just we uh, roxanne we were just going over uh most popular dexter sayings we were saying when dexter finally does the kill and he goes he says tonight's the night and then he think he says hello dexter morgan and i was just talking about how that we they were just basically playing the hits of the famous Dexter quotes. So we all started saying like, "Wow, what 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 would even be number three? And we all sort of agreed that it would be "Pardon my tits." No one else thought to bring up um, "Surprise, motherfucker." So that's what I'm I'm cleaning up from last week. Apologies if you're listening on, on the podcast, but so be it. Roxanne's got um, a message, and she's like, "Well, of course it was that. If I had I been here, I would have said it." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so something we missed, uh, something that I, someone caught. So it's so funny when you do it, when you're watching this live, you're, you're avoiding all decks or social media. You're not seeing anything. Um, for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying. I'm like, I have unfollowed on Reddit. I've, if there's a news article, I, I, I skip by it. I try not to, I'm, I'm still, I still follow on Facebook. I have like the Showtime thing, like, and I have the Dexter page light, 
But if there's something that's posting on it, I'm just like, nope, nope. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see what people are think. I don't mind seeing like, hey, the episode's coming out tonight and this and this or whatever. I'm trying not to read like people's reactions because I want to come into this podcast as I just watched it five minutes before it started in my head. Right. Like, that's how I'm wanting to go in. So I, I've been doing the rounds because I just I like to get the vibe of how each episode okay. comes out. And I, I basically, basically my, my little format has been, I watch the episode and I immediately message Jen. I, okay. And we just have like our little chat of, you know, just I was like, thoughts. you and me are not, we, we do not message yeah, each we other. We don't, we don't. Uh, I basically message Jen just to get all of my feelings out, just to be like, hey, like just, this is what I thought of it. And then like, I let, mm-hmm. I let everything simmer. And then, she, you know, she'll tell me stuff that I missed or, or stuff she felt about it. But that's nice. I'm generally okay. I'm generally checking, you know, all the social medias just to get the the vibe because stuff that either we missed or how off or are you know out of the key are we? Like are, are we missing the point here and whatnot? So but there for the most part, I think I think we generally agreed with the mass audience. Something that was a really good callback that I did not pick up on was Dexter last sees harrison at a bus stop at miami as the hurricanes coming in season eight and Mm -hmm. and this episode in the first episode when he finally agrees to like hey i am dexter i am your father is also at a bus stop so i thought that was like a a pretty cool like if i don't know if that was intentional or not but i just thought it was a cool little um connection so to say Scott Reynolds does the Dexter wrap-up podcast last week. Um, you know, they talk about the episode and they have a guest. So now that we have actually episodes, uh, he had Michael C. Hall on and Clyde Phillips. And there is a lot of stuff, cool behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> let's, just go for the two, let's just go for the two biggest names. <laughs> Episode one, yeah, right? let's get the biggest one. <laughs> Executive producer, star, and showrunner. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But more importantly, and I was so close to messaging you this week, but I didn't. Last week, uh, I think the, the their podcast drops on Tuesday. Coincide with, there was a post on Reddit of a person who lives in Portugal and the second episode came out earlier in the week. So she knew, ev- I th- I'm assuming it was a she, she knew everything that happened. And I hmm. have the post up. I had the post up and I was like, oh, she says, uh, the post said like, hey, spoilers inside. I already watched the second episode. First thing I thought was bullshit. And then she put up a screen cap of Storm of Fuck, you know, and I was like, oh, damn, she definitely does it. So I was like, oh, God, I I had this whole talk with Colton. Like, yeah, we're not going to do any spoiler anything. And I was like, I can't. I, 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 I don't have any willpower. I I just have to go into it. So I... I well, uh, thankfully, it didn't spoil the. Thankfully, it didn't spoil my, the favorite. My favorite thing of this episode, but basically, people people started asking. So, how did Harrison find Dexter? And they explained. She explained it the same way this episode does. But more importantly, on the Dexter wrap up podcast, Clyde Phillips spoils the whole thing. Of he says he talks about the letter and he says that Hannah died. I know. If so, if you were if you were if you were just watching the episode and listening to the official Dexter podcast, you would have known how. Yeah, which I thought it was pretty, pretty ironic that they would they would uh, reveal that. 
And that I guess that's really all the cleaning up I have to do from from last well, week. He's in a way been detached from reality because of who he is. But do you feel like he's kind of maybe become a little more detached in a way? And that's this character of uh, Deb in this is it's a way to it. It's even more of a detachment. Like he's, I don't want to say he's going insane or anything like that because I don't think that. But I don't know. There's something just a little bit different, and maybe it's just the way that Deb acts compared to how because Harry was always kind of like a like a safety blanket in a way. Um, and Deb is a hundred percent not a safety blanket. Ghost Deb is not. So. I don't know. It, it's just there's just certain things that happen in it that kind of makes me wonder if he. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I I I I'm I'm not following 100 percent of what to answer. I'll go into it more. I'll go okay. into it more in a little in a little bit. That some of my like questions mm-hmm. and I maybe and I don't want to be like these people that are like, well, Harry's not or Harrison's not really Harrison in this because that's not that's not what it is. Uh, and like like Jessica was saying, uh, Jessica in the chat, and we we mentioned it back when they showed this in the thing. I like that she's wearing her hospital gown. I that's like yeah. the most raw version of Deb, and I think it's more. Pre- it would be funny if she was in the woods <laughs> with with the hospital gown, but you know that would have like that actually would have been kind of yeah. <laughs> and that would have made her a little bit more crazier. But I, I don't know how you filmed that. Um, do to, to get now. to get on to. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna curb this for a little bit later. Uh, so okay. Dexter wakes up and he realizes he left some blood. Um, oh, something else from the podcast, the Dexter wrap up podcast, the calendar and Dexter checking off the days mm-hmm. is supposed to intentionally call back to the cheek slice. That's why it's in red, and that's why it's. I know. Out of all oh. the things I caught, I didn't catch that. So I thought it was uh, um, interesting. That's cool. That's a little yeah. cool little, yeah. Uh, so Dexter is like, as he's uh, cleaning up the blood that he realized he left from Matt the prior episode. See, this is where I'm getting in. Okay, this is where I'm getting into my little theory on the insanity portion. Do you think that the blood stains are real or not? I actually hmm. kind of, I actually kind of think they're not real. The only I... reason I'm, the only reason I'm saying this, I, I just want to like preference this, is because last episode. You had like mentioned like oh well I think it's just like a turning point like I like when it showed the blood you know like as the episode was closing out like I think that's just to kind of show like you know Dexter's back and stuff like that and then this th- th- they ended up being a bigger deal than what it first had showed but I was I was watching I was like well wait a minute I was like some of this isn't making sense to me what's so not making I sense though. Cause I, I well, cause he like he slit the deer's throat, right? So he let the blood out of the deer to hide the original blood, right? But then he didn't catch any of this other blood, and so then in my head, I'm like, is he seeing these bloody tracks? Because in his head, he's feeling guilty for once. Like this is the one time he's feeling guilty about this murder, and so he's seeing these tracks. Is like in his head, it's like, well, oh shit, I actually, I really did kill somebody and stuff like that. Or is am I to, to take this like? This is really real. This is what's happening. I uh, I don't see any reason why we should think otherwise. Okay. Like I I don't when I said that last episode is because that's where it left off. This episode I feel like directly answers was that was that blood real or not? This episode it is real. That's why he's cleaning it, it up. And furthermore, I'm I was assuming the tracks led to the where we see at the end of the episode where he placed the body, the fire pit. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think him covering his tracks all is based off that 
those blood stains. That's what I'm saying. Okay. For for me, the me, the way I, I'm looking at it is, I have no reason to think otherwise. Okay, it's just how I'm I'm taking it. But no, and that's you know, why I was like, I was going back and I was going back and forth on it because I don't want to be that 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 person that has these like outlandish like Harrison has actually this and he like he he's a double agent for the CIA and so right. no, like that's not what I'm trying to get into. Um, when when yeah. all of Iron Lake police department shows up and i caught this on my rewatch because why would i catch it the first time dexter explicitly tells them to set up camp on the fire pit and we say at the end of the episode that's exactly where the body is which was like oh i I can't believe I, i would be nervous as fuck if i was in that position but it's it's just funny it's like yeah why would they ever look right below where their investigation is starting Never. you know uh but that's something i caught i caught on the rewatch um which is so, even more gross because oh they're cooking like hamburgers above it dexter and harrison are are sent sent to team up and go find you know dexter has a, a double double agenda well, whatever he has his own agenda of why he's helping mm-hmm. out, and and we'll talk about Harrison meeting Angela and, and what that means. But so the the way I understand it is, Dexter is sort of using the the premise that like this that the fact that this deer was shot on Indian reservation land, mm-hmm. it's now a crime. If it wasn't on it, mm-hmm. it I don't know if it would be a crime. But it sort of ropes right into his plan with planting the glove and whatnot. Right. Did you get any... Did it tick in your mind at all? The fact... And, like, Deb brings it up. You know, the morning after Harrison finally comes to Dexter, he, like, sends him away. So I was, like, like of two minds of this. One... I can't believe he's sending him away that quick, but also it's more important for Dexter to get out of this situation than to be with Harrison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I if, guess I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that much on it. Yeah, that's fine. I uh, think it, well, the only uh-huh. thing I was thinking, I'll be honest. The only thing I was thinking when I, when he did send him back is I was like, well, he's, this is something he would do with Deb. He would tell Deb to go back to do something so that he could intentionally mess with a crime scene. That's the yeah. that's the only yeah. that he's treating him and, the same and you way know he what? would treat Deb. And and like Deb says, like you're 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 a lot back like your old ways. You're you're the yeah, same exactly. old Dexter, you know. So yeah, then then in that in that aspect, we have the same uh, um, mindset. Um, Angela heads to Edward Olson's house. And I don't know how much we're supposed to take away from this. I'm assuming this becomes a bigger plot later okay, okay. in the season. Let me, my, let me do my one nitpick, please. My one nitpick, because this is it. Okay. This is in this. <laughs> right when she pulls up to the house, she's driving a police car. She's wearing a police jacket with the badge and everything on it, but she still has to pull up the badge pull, pull the to show badge. to the camera. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it the first and the second time I watched this. I was like, this is clearly a cop in a small town right, of like right. 500 people. You know who this is. Let me show my badge. Those. <laughs> All right. Now I'm done with my nitpicking for the episode. <laughs> so there's like some something behind, you know, this is the same guy from the climate change protest mm-hmm. last episode. And, you know, the, the short term, the short 
part of it is that he lends his helicopter to help with the search, but mm-hmm. there seems to be some turmoil between this guy and I guess I think Iron Lake him. and the police department. Uh, or in- I think it's I think there's turmoil between him and the native population. I think it has to do oh, with something okay. with the native because that's okay. that was the riff I was getting. I think it has something to do with the natives because there was he said I don't remember verbatim what it is and in my notes I just put in him him and native population are not getting along. He says something like along the lines of uh oh my god it was something like you've you've come a long way or something like that and then they keep bringing up this other name isabel or something i don't iris 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 they keep bringing that name up so i'm wondering if if there's something with that and then obviously the um what is it the um murder 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 of indigenous women has been brought up which is which is a real thing so i don't know i i kind of think there's something with that so I guess this is a good point, good time to bring this up. This way we could kind of close this chapter of these two. We, we get a few, and I have to say, uh, when I was talking with Jen, I was just like, why did I, 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 after the episode ended, I was like, damn, I got a lot of horror movie vibes from it. And it's because of these like three or four scenes they show of this, this girl that we met last episode who was at Iron Lake Tavern Bar. Mm-hmm. She's now in this. She I'm was a, there for I don't the, know, the, 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 I don't the, know. The, the, the protest, right? Wasn't she like there for the protest? No, she was. She was. She said she was just passing through town, and then Angela like oh, slipped her okay. some money. I don't know if this is a hotel or if it's the shelter that Angela told her to go to, but I I don't know if we're supposed to know that. And we see basically the whole episode. He's there's a camera in the room spying on her. She gets drunk on champagne, is eating strawberries, and then Which, eventually okay. tries to leave the room. And she can't. All the while, so, there's someone spying on her. So I have a lot on this, actually. Um, and, and I'm not nitpicking this. So uh, go ahead. I actually have a lot to talk about on, on these scenes. I The only thing I have on it is who we think was watching it. I think we're led to believe it was Clancy Brown, Kurt mm-hmm. Caldwell, and just why he shows up at the end of the episode. I'm going to try to reach you there's, for hours. There's something that tells me it could be the... Edward Olson, the billionaire, but mm-hmm. um, um, any any thoughts or anything I have on it, I'm holding until we get more on it because I think they were pur- purposely being vague on what was happening. And maybe that's where a lot of my questions are coming in on this because you have this girl. I don't think she's at a shelter because you're drinking – champagne and chocolate covered strawberries like that's not something that a sh- one that's not something a shelter is going to give you and two that's not something you typically oh i'm wanting to have a night in let me go get a bottle of champagne and chocolate covered strawberries right like that's not a i don't know that it, that's kind of a strange like that's typically like a romantic thing right like that's something that Oh, mm-hmm. my boyfriend brought me this, or this guy I'm seeing, or whatever. Sugar daddy in this situation, maybe in this situation, right? But then, not only that, so she gets sick from something. We don't know what. I'm assuming it's something in the strawberries or the champagne or something like that. No, it, it was the champagne. She she says when she's throwing up, she's like, "Oh, I I drank too much champagne." Oh, see, I th- I thought I oh see, I think she was intentionally poisoned somehow. But she wasn't, because then she was fine. 
uh, see, I don't know if she uh, maybe she was. I don't know. <laughs> My only thing, the only reason I'm saying that is because what's written around the camera with that you're dead and you don't, you're already dead you're and you don't know dead. it. And, unless it's like, well, I'm going to break into this room and I'm going to kill you. So, but then how is it you sat in this room even though you're sick? You sat in this room this entire time and you never realized that you couldn't get out the door. I don't know. Like, how does she get into there to the beginning? The, I just have a lot of questions. And it's like I, I said, I'm not nitpicking. I'm not nitpicking. I like it. I like that they're being this weirdly um, scary. I, like what you said. Like, it's kind of a horror thing. Like, I kind of I like it. It's something completely different than what we're used to in this type of show. I think I it's I'm withholding any thoughts about it because we we don't know anything. We okay. just know that this is the same girl from the last episode. She said she was passing through town, and then we see her in this room. I only brought up the shelter because that's what Angela mentioned in the first episode when right, we're talking right, right. at the bar. Um, and I took it as she just was hanging out in the room, just trying to get a night's sleep, do whatever, and then was gonna leave. Anything about the camera, all that, I'm just holding until I get more because I just think we don't have anything else to okay. go off of. I, I, I are, are you under under the assumption that that it that it's Kurt watching her? I definitely think that's what they're trying to give off because when he pulls up at the very right. end, um, she right. says something like, "We've been trying to reach you for hours." So I think that's the like what they're definitely trying to. Right. Um, give off, and especially with like the native women missing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I I, th- I think the I'm name not sold a hundred. I'm not sold a hundred percent that it's him yet, but I think the name. Um, I would love to be wrong about it, and, and it will be funny if I am. I think the missing girls that gets mentioned really quick in the first episode. Iris, this person who gets magically brought up, and we don't know if it's Angela's sister, or another daughter. And, um, what's the other one? Um, oh, and and uh, the missing indigenous woman. I think they're all tied together. I think that it's it's all going to be tied together at some point. Yeah, during no, the season. I, I think I think that. Yeah. Um, Roxanne says she's lost audio. Uh, people, other people, let me know if you lost audio too. I would be curious because that would suck for everybody. Okay, where are we in the episode? So Dexter goes to the deer to try and, you know, sort of clean up his tracks. And this is where Dev is laughing, taunting at Dexter. And I just fucking love this. Like, this is where Deb says, he's been here for five minutes and you're already sending him off to the woods. Like, I, I'm so glad that they have the show calling out Dexter for what a shitty father he was like it's something that we didn't talk about enough because it got magnified as in in season eight with jamie there and they used jamie as this like this crutch they had to always put her on there is dexter never watched harrison we got so very little and he always chose killing or his extracurricular activities over watching harrison Mm-hmm. So like Deb says here, like yeah, it's, he's been here five minutes and you're sending him off to the woods, um, and just laugh at like you know, <laughs> she's laughing at him. She's like, what do you think? You think spraying Windex on a rock is going to take care of that all was your problems? What, that it's made just, me laugh it's, so it's much. Psycho. It's it's a. This is the way, the ghost, 
this is making me revisit eight seasons of Dexter. And again, I know I know Harrison was a way different character and a way different mold of what the show was. But the idea of just like you know what you know like if they if they if they would would have taken the show darker. Imagine seeing Rita like this, just fucking twisted. You know, seeing her like, yeah, you think fucking because you got me killed you think you're a, a good part like you know i just i would have loved i just love i never even I, I'll tell thought you, I'll about tell you, that yeah i tell you what's happening to me right now is i am so ecstatic over how deb is acting in this episode that i don't even know how to formulate my thoughts like i just love it so much versus anything i've ever seen on the show um god just so good the high school kids get out, and Harrison <clears throat> is going to join them. Well, offers for the search, gets offered, the, yeah, to search. Yeah, the for, search party. Uh, and I think we're going to learn that Audrey, Angela's daughter, is going to play a big part of of this season. Which I have a small note on that. Go ahead. Just a little note on it. Um, she because she brings up, <clears throat> and and I'm sorry if you're going to bring this up later. Um, but I wanted to bring it up in this one because you could already tell that like Harrison already has like a thing for because he keeps looking at her and stuff like that. Um, but they bring up that she's adopted, that the daughter's adopted. And I was like, oh, now are they bringing that up because they're trying to make it less weird that Harrison and her may potentially have a thing? Um, because you got to think about it. Let's say that it, she was biologically her daughter, right? Her, Dexter and her, that daughter's not theirs, right? Like, it's it doesn't matter. Harrison could be banging that daughter, and it doesn't matter. Like, they could be banging together, whatever, right? But the adoptive part of it doesn't make it less weird. Or do they bring up the adoptive part of it because that's going to be another story factor later because of what, what other stuff has been happening, like with the missing indigenous women and stuff like that. So, I... I didn't I'm probably give it again mu- thinking too much into this. <laughs> I, I just didn't give it much thought. I ju- just only because I thought it was just sort of indexed. I, the way I took it, if if you're if you're making me dissect why they mentioned it, just how Dexter was sort of absent for a part of Harrison's life was the same way Angela was absent and is not like really the mother of Audrey. I don't even know if that I'd connects, say, but. I just never thought twice about it. I think there's something else to it. But we'll Could see. Be. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's episode yeah. two, so. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so yeah, they're they're off together. And and this is where we, you know, Harrison, Harrison, you know, sort of kicks off Dexter like, hey, I've like survived 15 years without you. I'm pretty sure I could handle the next two without you. And when Harrison, when Dexter goes in the car, we get the the the, the next Deb scene when she's just like, you know, he's not, oh, I wish I would have wrote the words down, but just taunting him of like, he is not a fucking loner, psychopath, serial killer like you are. Like, he'll be fucking fine. But this is where Dexter just loses it and he starts screaming. But like, it's, it's such a great cut where then they show the bartender from the Iron Lake bar and she's just like looking at him and it's like, yeah, peace and she's like smoking a joint whatever um i just love how much that deb's inside dexter's head um i'm gonna go to the chat for a second Uh, a few people joined us dave dave what's up dave uh my main problem with this episode is that harrison must already know that his father is was a serial killer the acting this acting dumb on both of their parts doesn't ring true at all 
I'm only going to disagree because I don't think anybody knew Dexter was a serial killer. I think that's what was sort of the big negative of the eight seasons well, of Dexter is that nobody knew he was a serial killer. And the one person I thought who Hannah, did was I thought, dead. I thought he finally... Oh, I thought Hannah, Hannah, Hannah finally... did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just responding to the, to the thing that Harrison must know. I think Harrison... I'm taking Harrison at, at, at surface level here of everything. Okay. I think he showed up with being mad that his father left him and this season's going to be them. He knows his father. He, he potentially knows his father has some dark demons or something like that, yeah, but he doesn't know what it is. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, something I wanted to bring up that when Angela and Dexter sit down to talk and they're talking about like, you know, being parents and what, you know, she even said like, you know, Jim, I know you're very private with your past. I think it's important to understand that the theme of this season, as said by the the show writers, more specifically was father-son relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the Angela and her daughter part and Angela and Dexter or Jim both being parents, I just think it's important to keep that in mind as we think about everything. I mean, just think about how many many parent-son relationships, things we have going on because we have have Dexter, we have Angela, and now even Kurt and his son Matthew. You know, oh, so there's that's a, a good lot point. there's just a lot there's just again, they said it's the theme of this season and they're sticking okay. to it, <laughs> so to say. Um do you I saw some chat on this going around uh that Harrison and, and all of them are, are hanging out in this cabin and they're all smoking. They they try to offer some of the drugs to Harrison and Harrison mm-hmm. says, um uh, I I had to get clean a few years ago. I had a problem with it. You know, I don't do that stuff anymore. He said he had a problem with drugs. He actually says like I had a problem with drugs, um, and I had to get clean. Yes. I I took that as Harrison just didn't want to be kept being asked. Like, hey, come on, man, come on, man, don't be a pussy. Try it, try it, do it. And the easiest way to do that is just like, hey, man, I'm like. You know, I'm I'm sober. I, I I had a problem with it, and like no one's no one's gonna be a dick and keep offering. I took it like that. I, I I see I see a lot of comments about how this means there's more to Harrison, and this is where a lot of people are starting to say Harrison probably killed Hannah. Oh, see now I hadn't heard that theory that Harrison killed Hannah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think Harrison killed Hannah. I'll say that. As of right now, I don't think he did. What do you, yeah. What What do you think about the drugs comment? I actually did put that in my notes, though, that he mentions that. But I put in there, does Harrison have a drug problem? Or has he had issues where he's been under the influence of something? And while he was under the influence, something scary happened, such as he tried to kill somebody. Right? Like he, like he let his senses down and something horrible happened. So I don't know. I... I think that 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 comment I think is going to come up again. I think we're going to get more onto that in the next couple of episodes. I don't I don't have a good answer for it right now, other than he's what do they call it? He said he's straight edged right now, and then somebody was like, "Well, listen, yeah, something really like that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, somebody I just, doesn't listen to Skillet, obviously. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just took it as it was just him trying to get everyone off of his back, but. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, as with everything else. Uh, Harrison and Dexter have the conversation we were kind of all waiting for. And, and Dexter sent Hannah a letter basically saying if he has any dark tendencies that, you know, to reach out to him. And he connected it through, he saw the return address, found Oregon, found him in a Instagram picture. Which is a little weird. I don't. I really don't want to get on this. It's a little weird if Jim slash Dexter was trying to be not found. But so do you you're think Dexter looking. really likes? Do you think mm-hmm. Dexter really likes bullying? Actually, like <laughs> no, no. Like I actually even oh. put that in. I was like, like does he actually? Because he you in Dexter, he kind of made it sound like he didn't really like bullying, but then he's in this bowling league and he got a three hundred. A three hundred is perfect. Right. Like I was so I, I it's random but I was like I think he really likes bowling. Like I think as much as he, he remember we talked about this court in Dexter we can't take the voiceover as truthful because it's lying. I think he actually likes to bowl. I think it's like a random thing, super random. I think he legitimately likes it. I always took the bowling thing as it's a way to fit in without being noticed and he just so happens to be really good at it. Oh, like, that makes more sense. Oh, like okay. he was just one of the guys. You know, it was it was a lot. You know, there was a lot more. <laughs> this is a comment in the chat from that guy. I think Dexter's light passenger is bowling. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's fucking always some good shit. Um, That's actually really funny. <laughs> I, I always in the earlier seasons when they showed a lot more Dexter being a, a monster in plain sight. I. I always just took the bowling thing as like, this is no offense to bowling because I am so, I thought at this point in my life, I would have already had a bowling team. I don't know if I'm good at bowling. I don't bowl that much. I wanted oh, to I bowl. Liked, I, I actually, I, I actually I like bowling. Be, I want it to be part of a, a bowling thing. And I, I think I, I have let's to get one started. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but I, um, I think bowling is like the most mundane of the sports that you can do without sticking out. So I, I just enough. always view, viewed that as the avenue of Dexter to fit in. I didn't That's know we enough. would get this far with bowling. Um, yeah, so we, we, Harrison's questioning what does the dark tendencies mean? And I guess Dexter is being as honest as he could, basically telling everything mm-hmm. except what he actually means by his darkness. Um, right. I found it pretty heartbreaking. You know, this is something where... I'm not sure I would have felt the same a year ago because I am a father now, but the idea of Harrison having gone from foster home to foster home is pretty fucking... That would destroy... The idea... My fucking baby is nine months old. And the idea of it just... I just don't know how like Dexter just lets it be like, yeah, I screwed up. I'm sorry. you know. Um, Well, not only that... Okay, so to me, this is even more of an impact because Buenos Aires is Harrison's home, not Miami. Right. Right. Like Buenos, he's lived in Buenos Aires much longer than he ever lived in Miami. So Hannah dies, a social worker comes in and it says, fuck you, kicks him out the curb and sends him to Miami, which that makes no sense to me, but I don't, I, I don't know if I'm overthinking this in the show or whatever, that makes no sense to me unless they were never legally like citizens of Argentina. 
but then kicks him out. He goes to live in foster home after foster home, and then he decides to run away, which unfortunately is somewhat common in foster home situations, and goes on the road to try to find his real father. Like, that's not only sad, that's at a whole other level, because you are in a foreign country. I mean, more or less, he's in a foreign country at that point. So, something about the Harrison angle that I, half of me is tired of figuring out the Dexter the Dexter logistics of the show and how the season eight went down to New Blood. The other half made me realize that we're not, whatever they want to give us is what we're going to take and just not ask questions. We're going to follow the code as we say. Because I saw someone like, hey, what happened to Harrison at the end of season eight? We understand Dexter died. We understand Deb died. Did nobody ask what happened to Harrison? We know, the viewers know where Harrison ended up. But why didn't anyone, like, what happened around the station? They were like, hey, where's Dexter's son? (laughs) Oh, they never did ask that. Right. So... When I realized that, and then if you, you know, the assumption People is... People probably forgot to, he had a son. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. And, and I, you know, what the, the show, the show's explanation of what happened to Harrison, fine. Like, I'll, I'll accept it as is. But realizing that we never got the kind of thing like, hey, you know, the, the, the only scene we really show that Dexter's dead is Hannah looks at it on an iPad in, in Argentina... And Batista gets the phone call, and he's like, "Oh my God, Dexter's dead!" And there's a newspaper article. Oh my God, we just don't know. Like, no one ever talked about. Well, what happened to Harrison? You know, there's a child here. There's a man dead, but there's also a child. A five here. year, a five year old child. <laughs> right. So, I think I am just a little Who burnt Batista's out. Batista's sister was literally was watching for seven. <laughs> but they all said, like, they all when that season ended. Everyone knew Dexter was going to Argentina. So maybe they all knew Harrison was... I don't know. Like that's what I said. I am burnt out on trying... They didn't know he was going with Hannah or whatever her name... I don't remember what her name was in that. But they didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, But I am like burnt out on trying to dissect and figure it out. Harrison got sent to a um, nursing home. (laughs) Foster home. Eventually found Jim Lindsay. Fine. Like I'm I'm not going to... Harp but why a foster home in here. Miami? That's what kills me. Why a foster home in Miami? You are I, literally I, in. You <laughs> have been there for ten fucking years. I don't. I. I. I'm sorry. Like, and I'm not. I'm not nitpicking the show. I'm not because I think it adds another element of sadness to this situation. That's my thing. I really hope if they don't have Harrison speaking Spanish at some point, I'm gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> that was another thing. I was like, shouldn't he have a Spanish accent? But you know what? I honestly, I don't have it well, in me. I don't have it in me to to do the to do the specifics. I I'm at 96 episodes of nitpicking this show. Whatever this show wants to t- if Harrison was speaking Greek, I would just go along for the ride. <laughs> I am I am down. <laughs> I just, just wants- <laughs> They're giving us what they give us. Great. Here we are. He starts talking like Angel. I'm going to lose it. I oh. got so sad at the idea of Harris little baby Harrison crying himself to sleep every night. And then to yes. find out his fault, like that is just, hey man, we we were closing season eight saying Dexter is a shitty person, and 
the idea that you could leave your son out there doing that. Mm. I guess whatever Shit. happens, whatever happens to Dexter this season, he fucking deserves it. Um, yeah. One one part of this scene that kind of caught my eye second time around, and I felt it the first time, but I didn't realize it until I rewatched it. The whole time when Harrison's talking, when he's saying this stuff, I cried myself to sleep. Dexter is on the, if you're watching it, he's on the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And on the left side of the screen, out of focus, is the stained glass that Deb, Deb uh, broke through. I want to say that is the show subtly telling you that's sort of Deb in the background saying, no, don't do this. Okay, It could be me just picking up on it, me just looking too much into it. But I'll leave it at... They, sh- they there's a whole part of the scene <laughs> of the 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 viewing angle that's just empty and the only thing there is the stained glass if okay. they if that was intentional i think it was really well done um okay. so uh, we, we we come to find out that the the search is off you know deb dexter planted everything just well and they're calling the search off the last deb moment and and again you could. I'm not gonna go again. How much I love it, but I am gonna do it. When the search is getting called off, and Dexter's just sitting there with that Dexter grin, like he's had all 98 episodes, and mm-hmm. Deb is like, "You think you got away with this, you smug fuck?" God, I God. <laughs> so that was so. And not only that, it's mm, with with what's about to happen. Like not only that, it's about to be like yes, she wins. Yes. She one, wins. <laughs> right. One more one more thing that I did not that I did not say. Going back a couple of scenes ago when Dexter and Deb are in the car and she's yelling at him. What she's screaming at him, you want to fucking kill, you want to do it again, and you love the fact you got away with it. Dexter is such a selfish person, and I love that the show is calling him out on it. I mm-hmm. think that's why Whatever hate this episode got, I love that they addressed one of me personally, my core issues with this show is Dexter always got away, never suffered. Mm-hmm. And here's Deb rotting inside his brain. You're a yes. piece of shit and you're fucking selfish and you're going to ruin this poor, sweet kid's life. Yep. I guess it's a callback or it's a little Easter egg that the goat was named Vincent. I guess that's Masuka. I I thought maybe, but then when they were like, you know what? Though? Put it this way. You go, could choose. You could choose any name uh, in the world. They went with one specifically. I am saying it's a callback. I I you know don't I think mean? it's not. I don't. I don't right, think it's right. not. Yeah, it's a very small callback. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the search. So, like you said, the search for Matt is called off when they think he's fled to New York. But as they're packing up, uh, we're I think what we think is the the big bad this season, the season villain, Clancy Brown shows up playing Kurt Caldwell, mm-hmm. Matthew's father, demands the search goes on, and you know we see how important he is to the Iron Lake say his, town. He his little like, intro speech is good. 
Yeah, he's like, hey, remember I helped you? Remember I helped you? Yeah. It wasn't like Let's... a power. It wasn't like a superpower. No, like, it, I think it was I'm just the like... fucking man. It was like a, remember when I helped you? And right. your kids have worked at my store. I just own right. a little truck. I just own a little truck stop. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, remember how I was there for you and we're supposed to be there for each other as a town? How about you guys be there for me now? And, like, you're right. It wasn't a power trip. It wasn't. Mm. It, he didn't come down and say, I run this town. He just said, hey. I've helped all of you motherfuckers. We're a family here. We're a small little town. You should help me too. And we get the reveal that Matt's body is actually buried right under this fire pit. And that's how our episode closes. So out. that was a creepy. That was a creepy end because you see it, his it's face. It's creepy because the eye. Yeah. The eye yeah. <laughs> um. So I think Dexter buried the body there. Because he ran off to get Harrison last episode. See, I, I thought it. I was surprised that they he buried it there because I really thought when he first was cutting up, he's like, "Oh, I can put him in Lake Whatever." I thought he was going to put him in the fishing hole, you know, where he was like pulling that's the what stuff I out. Thought he did. That's yeah, I thought that's what he did there too. But then apparently, nope, he's right, right there. I, so. I and I think he rushed to get Harrison. One other thing, and I am sorry, I'm just getting random flashbacks of stuff I remember. First episode when Deb comes out of that fishing hole, remember, and that like mm-hmm. black person, just the thing or whatever. The pull- thing. Yeah. According to the wrap up podcast, that is the literal embodiment of the Dark Passenger, is what they said. The dark oh, grabs Deb. I would have never th- thought that, but. That's what they. Now do. that you're saying it, I would have never thought that. But now that they're saying it, and like I'm thinking about it, I kind of like that. That's the dark. I like it. Yeah. Like shut up. Like let me get through. <laughs> right. Right. I like that. That's cool. Uh, so that's how our episode God, ends. I need to start listening to that podcast. Listen to it. It's it's. I'm I'm. This is going to be a big week to see how much they spoil or not spoil. You know, kind of we, me and you, bitched a lot about Harrison. That I wish they didn't mention him. But we also mm-hmm. said like this: the theme of this season was going to be father and son and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we kind of knew Harrison was going to be in it. I just didn't know he was going to be this big of a deal of it. So like, yeah. looking back, you know, it's like some of the stuff we may focus too much on, but we don't know. Like, you know, none of us have seen the third episode, so we're all no, we're all going to figure out as it goes along. There's probably more stuff i have to say on this episode but i guess as the week goes on and as we see the next episode i'll have more to talk about from yeah. this episode um but i i guess my, my last thing and i'm gonna repeat myself for the 49th time the embodiment and what deb did this episode is my favorite piece of dexter acting of all 98 episodes i mm-hmm. i just love did you ever play the arkham knight series games I no, I haven't actually. No, so I was. I, I, was I saying, need to, but no. I was saying this when you were uh, reconnecting. If anyone has played the games, you know that in the third Batman, Joker is a hallucination of Batman, and I felt like Deb was the same way—just maniacal, taunting, just rot- rotting his own head. And again, if the show is this good, <laughs> always this good. Um, I would be a lot happier, but I just hope and pray they keep on this Deb yeah. train. That no, like as much all... as I, 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 like I said, as much as I want to be down on it because it was slow, 
we need slow episodes. You can't have a you can't have right. a show that's just right. fast paced. Everything. I'm as we've said from the the thing you and me both. It's if, if there was an Olympic sport of bitching and nitpicking a podcast, we would be gold medalists. This was really good. Like the little nitpicks I have in it is just me being an asshole and being little nitpicky and stuff like that. <laughs> Overall, this is top. Like this is really good. This is so this is so good. Such a good show. Yeah, I'm um, I'm happy so far. Two episodes in, I'm I'm happy. Way and blowing out my expectations. I'll say that. Yeah, like, so far. Like we, yeah, we 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 said hey, low expectations and. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> this is what we're them. getting like. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else on this episode before we close out? Nope. All right. With that being said, we will talk to you next week as we discuss the third episode, Smoke Signals. Thank you, everybody. Sounds good. See y'all then. You say? Because I saw someone like, hey, what happened to Harrison at the end of season eight? We understand Dexter died. We understand Deb died. Did nobody mm-hmm. ask what happened to Harrison? We know. The viewers know where Harrison ended up. But why didn't anyone... Like, what happened around the station? They were like, hey, where's Dexter's son? <laughs> oh, they never did ask that. Right. So, when I realized that, and then if you... You know, the assumption People is... People probably forgot to, he had a son. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. And And... I you know what the the show the show's explanation of what happened to Harrison fine like I'll I'll accept it as is but realizing that we never got the kind of thing like hey you know the the, the only scene we really show that Dexter's dead is Hannah looks at it on an iPad in in Argentina and Batista gets the phone call and he's like oh my god Dexter's dead and there's a newspaper article oh my god we just don't know like no one ever talked about well what happened to Harrison you know there's a child here there's a man dead but there's also a child a five here. year a five year old child <laughs> right so I think I am just a little Who burnt Batista's out his sister was literally was watching, watching. <laughs> but they all said like they all when that season ended everyone knew Dexter was going to Argentina so maybe they all knew Harrison was. I don't know. Like that's what I said. I am burnt out on. They didn't know he was I'm, going with Hannah or whatever her name. I don't remember what her right. name was in that. But they didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, but I am like burnt out on trying to dissect and figure it out. That's Harrison true. got sent to a nurse care um nursing home, <laughs> foster home. Eventually found Jim Lindsay. Fine. Like I'm. I'm not gonna. Harp but why on a foster home in here. Miami? Uh, that's what kills me. Why a foster home in Miami? You are literally I, in. You have been there for ten fucking years. I don't. I, I. I'm sorry. Like, and I'm not. I'm not nitpicking the show. I'm not because I think it adds another element of sadness to this situation. That's my thing. I really hope if they don't have Harrison speaking Spanish at some point, I'm gonna be so pissed off. That was another thing. I was like, shouldn't he have a Spanish accent? But you know what? I honestly, I don't have it well, in me. I don't have it in me to to do the to do the specifics. I, I'm. 96 episodes of nitpicking this show, whatever this show wants to t- If Harrison was speaking Greek, I would just go along for the ride. <laughs> I am I am down. <laughs> I just, just wants- <laughs> They're giving us what they give us. Great. Here we are. He starts talking like Angel. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I oh. got so sad at the idea of Harris, little baby Harrison crying himself to sleep every night. And then to yes. find out his fault. Like, that is just... <laughs> 
Hey, man, we, we were closing season eight saying Dexter is a shitty person. And the idea that you could leave your son out there doing that. Mm. I guess whatever shitty. happens whatever happens to Dexter this season, he fucking deserves it. Um, yeah. One, one part of this scene that kind of caught my eye second time around, and I felt it the first time, but I didn't realize it until I rewatched it. The whole time when Harrison's talking, when he's saying this stuff, I cried myself to sleep. Dexter is on the, if you're watching it, he's on the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And on the left side of the screen, out of focus, is the stained glass that Deb, Deb uh, broke through. I want to say that is the show subtly telling you that's sort of Deb in the background saying, no, don't do this. Okay, It could be me just picking up on it, me just looking too much into it. But I'll leave it at... They, they, there's a whole part of the scene, <laughs> of the 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 viewing angle that's just empty, and the only thing there is the stained glass. If okay. they, if that was intentional, I think it was really well done. Um, okay. So uh, we, we we come to find out that the, the search is off. You know, Deb Dexter planted everything just well, and they're calling the search off. The last Deb moment, and and again. You could. I'm not gonna go again. How much I love it, but I am gonna do it. When the search is getting called off, and Dexter's just sitting there with that Dexter grin, like he's had all 98 episodes, and mm-hmm. Deb is like, "You think you got away with this, you smug fuck?" God, I God. Love <laughs> so that was so. And not only that, it's mm, with with what's about to happen. Like not only that, it's about to be like yes, she wins. Yes. She one, wins. <laughs> right. One more one more thing that I did not that I did not say. Going back a couple of scenes ago when Dexter and Deb are in the car and she's yelling at him. What she's screaming at him, you want to fucking kill, you want to do it again, and you love the fact you got away with it. Dexter is such a selfish person, and I love that the show is calling him out on it. I mm-hmm. think that's why Whatever hate this episode got, I love that they addressed one of me personally, my core issues with this show is Dexter always got away, never suffered. Mm-hmm. And here's Deb rotting inside his brain. You're a yes. piece of shit and you're fucking selfish and you're going to ruin this poor, sweet kid's life. Yep. I guess it's a callback or it's a little Easter egg that the goat was named Vincent. I guess that's Masuka. I I thought maybe, but then when they were like, you know what though, Vince put it this Vanko, way. you, go, can, choose, you can choose any name uh, in the world. They went with one specifically. I am saying it's a callback. I I you know don't I think mean? it's not. I don't I don't right, think it's right. not. Yeah, it's a very small callback. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the search. So, like you said, the search for Matt is called off when they think he's fled to New York. But as they're packing up, uh, we're I think what we think is the the big bad this season, the season villain, Clancy Brown shows up playing Kurt Caldwell, mm-hmm. Matthew's father, demands the search goes on, and you know we see how important he is to the Iron Lake say his, town. He his little like, intro speech is good. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, remember I helped you? Remember I helped you?" Yeah. It wasn't like a power. It wasn't like a superpower. No, like it, I think it was. I'm just the like, fucking man. It was like a. Remember when I helped you? And right. your kids have worked at my store. I just own right. a little trucks. I just own a little truck <laughs> stop. 
yeah, like, <laughs> hey, remember how I was there for you and we're supposed to be there for each other as a town? How about you guys be there for me now? And, like, you're right. It wasn't a power trip. It wasn't. Mm. It, he didn't come down and say, I run this town. He just said, hey, I've helped all of you motherfuckers. We're a family here. We're a small little town. You should help me too. And we get the reveal yeah. that Matt's body is actually buried right under this fire pit. And that's how our episode closes. So out. that was a creepy. That was a creepy end because you see it, his it's face. It's creepy because the eye. Yeah. The eye yeah. <laughs> um. So I think Dexter buried the body there because he ran off to get Harrison last episode. So I, I thought it. I was surprised that they he buried it there because I really thought when he first was cutting up, he's like, "Oh, I can put him in Lake Whatever." I thought he was going to put him in the fishing hole. You know, where he was, like, pulling that's the stuff out? That's what I thought he did. That's, yeah, I thought that's what he did there, too. But then apparently, nope, he's right, right there. I, so. And I think he rushed to get Harrison. One other thing, and I am sorry, I'm just getting random flashbacks of stuff I remember. First episode, when Deb comes out of that fishing hole, remember, and that, like, mm-hmm. black person just... The thing or whatever. The pull, thing. Yeah. According to the wrap-up podcast, that is the literal embodiment of the Dark Passenger, is what they said. The oh! grabs Deb. I would have never th- thought that, but that's what they now said. Now that you're saying it, I would have never thought that, but now that they're saying it and like I'm thinking about it, I kind of like that. That's the Dark... I like it, yeah. Like, shut up. Like, let me get through. <laughs> right, right. I like that. That's cool. Uh, so that's how our episode God, ends. I need to start listening to that podcast. Listen to it. It's it's. I'm I'm. This is going to be a big week to see how much they spoil or not spoil. You know, kind of. We, me, and you bitched a lot about Harrison. That I wish they didn't mention him. But we also mm-hmm. said like this. The theme of this season was going to be father and son and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we kind of knew Harrison was going to be in it. I just didn't know he was going to be this big of a deal of it. So like, yeah. Looking back. You know, it's like some of the stuff we may focus too much on, but we don't know. Like, you know, none of us have seen the third episode, so we're all no. we're all going to figure out as it goes along. There's probably more stuff I have to say on this episode, but I guess as the week goes on and as we see the next episode, I'll have more to talk about from yeah. this episode. Um, but I, I guess my, my last thing, and I'm going to repeat myself for the 49th time, the embodiment and what Deb did this episode is my favorite piece of Dexter acting of all 98 episodes. I mm-hmm. I just love. Did you ever play the Arkham Knight series games? I no, I haven't actually. No. So I was I, I, was I saying to, but no. I was saying this when you were uh reconnecting. If anyone has played the games, you know that in the third Batman, Joker is a hallucination of Batman. And I felt like Deb was the same way, just maniacal, taunting, just rotting his own head. And again, if the show is this good, (laughs) always this good, um, I would be a lot happier. But I just hope and pray they keep on this Deb train. No, like as much as I I, I, like I said, as much as I want to be down on it because it was slow. We need slow episodes. You can't have a you can't have right. a show that's just right. fast paced. Everything. I'm, as we've said from the, the thing, you and me both. It's if, if there was an Olympic sport of bitching and nitpicking a podcast, we would be gold medalists. 
this was really good. Like the little nitpicks I have in it is just me being an asshole and being little nitpicky and stuff like that. <laughs> Overall, this is top. Like this is really good. This is so this is so good. Such a good show. Yeah, I'm I'm happy so far. Two episodes in, I'm, I'm happy. Way and blowing out my expectations. I'll say that. Yeah, like, so far. Like we, yeah, we, we we said hey, low expectations, and yeah, they're they're. <laughs> this is what we're them. getting like. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else on this episode before we close out? Nope. All right. With that being said, we will talk to you next week as we discuss the third episode, Smoke Signals. Thank you, everybody. Sounds good. See y'all then.